This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. <laughs> podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, you know, the whole thing with uh, Novak, the tennis player who's trying to get into Australia. Do you know he, he paid for his flight with a MasterCard because his visa didn't work? <laughs> That's a uh, oh, the deportation joke, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that dumb that dumb bitch. <laughs> he is a dumb bitch, isn't he? They call him the Joker, uh, <laughs> but he's not very funny. He's just funny looking, right? Got a he's got a big nose, and if I know a thing or two about big noses, <laughs> uh, it's that people with big noses are are uh, two thirds of this podcast. And what is this podcast? This this is debates on tab. This is a podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan, and I'm Vargas. <laughs> You may be wondering why uh, it sounds a little different. Well, that's because we only have Vargas on video call because it uh, doesn't matter. Vargas is in the Matrix now. No, it's because I got COVID. I don't know why you guys are being squirrely about it. <laughs> Not being squirrely about it. We it's just, a HIPAA thing. I yeah. didn't want to put it out. I didn't want to put that out there. You know, as both of us, HIPAA, as your HIPAA only doctors. protects me from from or from the the. Yeah, from the company big divulging like my data. You guys are just two assholes. No, no, we are acting doctors, so we don't want to <laughs> divulge that information without your permission. You know? Yeah, did you get that horse pace yet? Uh, <laughs> no, we sent you that in, in the, the mail. mail. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I shoved the tube up my ass. It's not working. <laughs> no, but the camera's right where we need it to I be. I know, so. thank, thank God. <laughs> yeah, you guys see how far I got it, and I can't get it out. Yep, yep, we know. We didn't put the stopper on there. Hey, speaking <laughs> of stopping, uh, what are you drinking over there? What am I drinking over here? A nice, yeah. refreshing hams. That's mm, a COVID killer right there. That is there. a COVID killer. <laughs> if more people would drink hams and stop taking ivermectin, this thing would be solved, you know? Yeah, that needs to be... Can that be our podcast conspiracy theory? You know, Joe Joe Rogan's got the horse paste. Yeah. We've got hams. <laughs> yeah, you drink hams, you will be COVID free as yeah, soon as it's a debate on tap guarantee. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brennan and I are over here. We are repeating our drink from the uh, we'll call it the lost episode. Yeah, where we thought you had died. Uh, <laughs> we are drinking Cinder Blocks White Eggnog Stout, and it is still delightful. It's very good, very very good. Um, this, yeah. Uh, do we ever figure out what the Crafted for Life stands for? What that means? Yeah, I think it's our hams charity now. <laughs> I think they're. I think they support hams killing COVID on there. No, we never. We never did. Now that I have a computer in front of me, I can probably just Google uh, if you guys want a vampire for a minute. <laughs> Brendan, how how have you been? I've missed you, buddy. I've missed you. I haven't seen you in wow a week. You know, we had to cancel D and D. Unfortunately, we had the lost episode. Uh, I know. I was, uh, I was about to come over and cough on you guys, but decided to save you. I mean, that's what the CDC, C- CDC said. A, a, you know, two years ago, you had to wash all your groceries, wipe everything down, wash your hands. Now, CDC officially is their official stance. Now is you can cough in someone's mouth as long as your boss says you can. So, Cor- that's correct. Uh, my boss so just, really needs me to come to work, so now <laughs> I don't have COVID. <laughs> I uh, I found seventeen unexpected cinder block projects for your home and yard. 
Nice. So I think I, that's what we're drinking. I think that's what they support. It's just some DIY oh. projects. Around. No, I don't. I can't find anything. I found some stuff for Crafted for Life, but it's like a Nike thing, mm-hmm. and then some other big like companies. Illuminati thing. Yeah, yeah. So I think the three the three pillars of the Illuminati like are the Cinderblock Club and stuff. Yeah. Nike. Gotcha. And uh, the big banks. <laughs> at the top. I'm gonna, <laughs> at the top. The Zionists. I'm going to need you to read that the title of that article again for me. 17 unexpected cinder block projects for your home and yard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> S- suddenly, a cinder block project. <laughs> oh my god, I was not expecting that. Oh, unexpected. I get it. I get it now. <laughs> well, it's like that retaining wall around the corner from your house. I like all those blocks fell over yeah. and they're still just that's an unexpected project. It is unexpected. It was really unexpected that somebody took them all and put them in my backyard that I could then now maybe use them for my own use them for whatever you want. How unexpected is that? <laughs> That's crazy. What have you been up to while you've been uh, isolating and, and being safe and happy and warm? I watched Encanto because I'm a child. Oh, yeah. How is that? Molly watched that the other day. I thought it was it was pretty nice. Uh, you know, it, it gives you that uh, that nice warm feeling that Disney Pixar movies. I guess it's not a Pixar movie. It's a Disney movie. It's just a Disney uh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. It just gives you that nice warm, you know, f- family is good and everybody's got their their place in the world even if you don't feel exceptional uh it was it was good it was nice nice it's fun how that movie takes place not in our world where people are excluded from things uh Mm -hmm. on a daily basis right like how you really don't have covid we just excluded you from this podcast yeah yeah you guys skyped you you said my strain of COVID was more, uh, it attacked my personality. Um, and, and <laughs> my jokes are now poisonous to you. Um, and yeah. that really COVID, AK, co- Var- Vargas COVID, AKA why does your face look like that? <laughs> Ooh, yep. Yep. That's, that's why we have a podcast and not a video diary. He's yeah. doing that thing with his face again. Oh, he has COVID real bad. Today. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking right at it, man. And it uh, he just keeps making it. All <laughs> full of COVID over there. <laughs> I think he's signifying number one. I can't yeah, tell. Yeah, he's saying well, yeah, I'm number one. And uh, yeah, Malvin, Malvin something at me. I uh, uh, watched Book of Boba Fett, which is has been on Disney+. Plus, uh, and I really just want to talk about the giant Wookiee. That is the coolest character that has ever been silently introduced. Yeah, that just kind of hangs out to the side. Yeah, and I'm hoping I hope we find out more about him because there's a lot of things about Boba Fett. I hope we find out more about. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're only two episodes (laughs) in, and they only got four more to go, I think. But uh, I think it's the Tusken Raider stuff rules. That stuff's so interesting and fun. That's a lot of fun because it's expanding out the the Tusken Raiders stuff. I just thought they were savages. Sand savage. We all thought that. Uh, Vargas mentioned how they eat soup with their mask on, and so he doesn't think it's a mask anymore. Did you see yeah. that guy eat the soup right through his crazy? Yeah, and and every time they drink from that melon thing, they just put it up to their yeah mouth hole. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Looks like a clock where their mouth should be. This is something I was talking about with Ty and Greg. Is that years ago in comic books and expanding universe oh, stuff? Here we we saw their face a couple times, and I think it was represented differently a couple times. But all that stuff was thrown out, so we don't know what the Tuscans look like underneath that stuff. You know, they could be just people. They could be monsters. They could be giant holes. Well, they threw. And a, they so threw especially the, after episode two, right? We see Boba Fett gets their clothing be, become a, a Tuscan Raider, essentially. Yeah. Right. So 
so yeah, is there is their mask part of that that ritual where they whatever get their little goggles and their little mouth parts and their little maybe spikes? Yeah, things? maybe that maybe the, maybe the mask can goggle. I mean, I've always assumed that that was just to prevent sand getting in their face and stuff like that. But yeah, maybe. I mean, they talk. The Tuscan chief talks about there's many different kinds of Tuscan raiders. Some are like better with guns and stuff, and some are like people who raid other other settlements and, and stuff he like said that. when the seas dried up which uh gives reason to doing stuff baby tatooine used to be a water head of water and yeah arrakis mm-hmm. wait what <laughs> speaking my language they did say spice in this episode <laughs> yeah, they did <laughs> oh boy but uh anyway uh what what have you been up to Brian? i've been smashing monsters in their heads with my hammer yeah <clears throat> yep no, uh, I, I don't been, like yeah, it been, when you refer to Molly as a monster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, our marriage is fine. Uh, no, I, I've been playing yeah, a bunch of Monster Hunter Rise. Kind of just wait, like one, getting my level up to prepare for the next big update that comes in the summer, Sunbreak or whatever it is, I think. That looks fantastic. You've only got five months. Yeah, I know. But also preparing for Pokemon Legends comes out this month. And then next month we have fucking Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West. There's... It's going to be crazy coming up here in a couple months. I've been kind of just biding my time waiting for Pokemon Legends to come out. Are you playing so much because you know that you'll never be able to play video games again? Once yeah. Because isn't that how it works? You have to put everything on hold when yeah, you become you can't, a parent. You're no longer allowed to do anything. Like That's why Molly yeah. and I are not spending any time together right now because we're going to be spending a lot of time together once the baby's born. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I haven't seen my wife and I don't even know if I still have a wife. You, I, I, I don't know who I was hitting with a hammer. <laughs> Something in your own. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, but again, Vargas and I are sworn to secrecy, so no one will know where the body is. Which is, which is nice. Guys, on a totally unrelated, I have some legal questions I want to <laughs> run by the podcast. Yeah, as your two acting lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, we got you. <laughs> oh, boy. So what did we do last time? Well, last time you had asked us for the best series finale. Yes, and I was given uh, Parks and Rec season finale that jumps forward 10 years, and I was given the great uh, Star Trek uh, TNG uh, finale. Both two-parters. Both Both two-parters. Seven season runs, all funny, serendipitous things. Uh, I picked uh, Bry Guy. You said based on the argument. Based on the argument, and then watching... I'm going to stick with Bry Guy. Hey! Um, oh, look at that! I know, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Brian is very. I'm, Brian was I'm elated shocked. and shocked. Uh, but no, uh, watching those episodes, both are again phenomenal and fantastic, and culminations in fan probably some of the best shows ever made. And those season finales are also great shows. And I think Brian kind of hit the nail on the head with the things he was talking about. Is that like this just feels like an episode of the show? Doesn't feel like a an ending to anything, anything like that. It's just a great like almost Christmas, um, ghost of Christmas, present, past, and future type of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, sort of, kinda. Um, what is the name of that? Scrooge. Christmas Carol. Jesus Christ! I almost said Christmas Carol. Then I then I I thought about uh, wonder. You know, no, whatever. It's the not Jimmy actually, Stewart one. Yeah, it's not about Carol. That's the problem. Yes, is that you're no, right. They never introduced Carol. Um, and then that's not to decry anything from Vargas's uh, pick, uh, Parks and Rec, because that that season finale is so touching and so wonderful, and also a, a finale. You know, it's the final um, word on the show and everything like that. But I, I yeah, again, I'm going to stick with the TNG episodes because one TNG is just a fun 
serialized type of show where, you know, every episode is different, but there is kind of an overarching thing every yeah. so often. There's some ties. Some ties. But, and then that, that final episode, just great acting masterclass by Sir Patrick Stewart. I told you, so, man. So, yeah. So, it, it's awesome. It's wonderful. Well, good. I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed. I'm sorry. You shocked us both coming out of the gate with that. So, uh, that's the least I can do. I'm humbled. You know? Uh, and that led me, uh, to ditch my then, Idea, and, idea and go with a separate one. Well, I'll save it for a later one. <laughs> go with a separate one and, and asking for the best series pilot. Not or, not pilot because sometimes, sometimes pilots pilots air differently. So the first episode of a show of a show that was aired at the first right in in the order. So that's it. Right. Who's going? Who's going first? You or Vargas? I'll go first. There he is. Yeah. Just had to wait. Seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, yeah, weird, because sometimes I'm, I'm waiting to see if he's going to talk, and then I'm like, is there one time I'm going to wait, and he's just not going to say anything? I, luckily for me, it's easier for me, because I'm able to see his mouth start moving, right. and his head get all in gear before he goes. You know, maybe you guys should think about the fact that you're the ones on the delay. How's that? Uh, I'm going to say no, because my internet's better. And there's two of us here. We have the, same, here. We have the same internet. Clearly not. Brandon's well, not delayed. I'm not delayed. I, I'm right here with Brian. I hear him in real time. Yeah. See how quickly we can respond to each other. When I say five, five. say hi. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, well, hasn't said I... anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut all the delays out in editing so that I'm talking first every time. <laughs> That'd be hysterical. <laughs> we just interrupt you all the time. <laughs> all right. Um, so the the show that I am picking is a very recent show, um, but it is nonetheless a absolute masterclass in setting up both what the show is about, who the characters are, the what what it's going to be moving forward, and on top of that, establishing an entire universe both around itself and picking up the pieces of uh, uh, existing media, all this stuff moving forward. So I'm going, can I, can I make with, a guess? Yeah. I'm going to guess just by, from what you're saying, you're going to say lost in space. You are incorrect. Ah, I always am. <laughs> uh, but lost in space is good shit. Everybody should watch that on Netflix, <laughs> even though, even though they canceled it after season three, which is some horse shit. Uh, I'm going with the Mandalorian. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. So yeah. I'm familiar so, with so Mandalorian, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this podcast has watched it a hundred times. Um, but it, it is the, the titular story of the Mandalorian, <laughs> Uh, played to perfection by Pedro Pascal and his illustrious mustache. Um, I'm I'm going to chapter one. It's called The Mandalorian. Um, It it was written uh, by Jon Favreau, directed by Dave Filoni. Um, Star Wars animated man himself. Is that what he did? I I didn't. Yeah, Dave Filoni is the one who created Star Wars Clone Wars and stuff, the animated series. He's like the shepherd of like all the animated stuff you see. Got it. Perfect. Well, that totally I don't know. The sense. stuff Brennan's saying could be felonious. 
felonious. Ooh. I'm sorry, I had you on a delay. I couldn't hear you. Could you do that again? You sons of bitches. <laughs> Burning, gutting. Um, so the basic plot is that five years after the fall of the Empire, uh, the Mandalorian um, is hired by the always amazing Werner Herzog to find... <laughs> I would like I've, to see the I would like to see the baby. <laughs> If if I could pick anybody to narrate my life, it would 100% be Werner Herzog. Yeah, I want Werner Herzog in my in our birthing room. <laughs> Just so he can repeatedly say, I've, I would like to see the baby. I'm like, I know, I know, got it. Goddamn Vern. Brendan, I can see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I see the baby Zed. He's crowning. <laughs> I don't know why I turned into Arnold a little bit. <laughs> turned into Arnold there. It's a chopper. Arnold, I don't, I don't know what we're doing. Where, where'd you come in here? <laughs> uh, so the, the the client, Werner Herzog, um, hires a Mandalorian to find a, a quote, 50-year-old person, right? He's, he's looking for a target, um, and the pilot basically shows the Mandalorian hunting down this person that he doesn't know who he is. The guy promises a container full of Beskar, a rare metal that the Mandalorians use to forge their armor. Um, he gets a single bar as a down payment. And and again, all this stuff establishes f- for those of us that didn't read the extended universe stuff. It, it lays down all these, these milestones of star Wars lore that we haven't gotten through the movies, pushing all this stuff forward. You know, you find out all this stuff about the Mandalorians, their history, the the universe that this show takes place in, all that kind of stuff. Just episode one is just full of this this lore establishing, building this world all around, which I know Bry Guy loves. Um, it's true. You got me there. And, and so, so that's that's the episode, basically, and I'll I'll get into the end of it after I let Brendan talk a little bit. But that's that's the crux of my argument is you get <coughs> excuse me, you get the, the Mandalorian uh, as a character. Um, you, you figure out what he's all about, what he's going to do, what he's got to do, but also the world he lives in. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a fine show. I was trying to think of a, a way to work in um, worst car instead of best car, but uh, it hasn't come yet. But uh, before before we're done here, I'll get it. Yeah, that, that's all well and good. The Mandalorian's fine. Um, I'm gonna do one of my. What you, I can't see uh, his yeah, face. You I don't see his face. No, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Man, we should do video stuff sometime. <laughs> you know, just so we can see our faces sometime. I'm gonna go with. Uh, not only one of my personal favorite shows uh, of all time, a show I've talked about the podcast a couple of times. Uh, I'm going to go with, funnily enough, a two-part first episode, going with the theme from last yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. of the two-part ending episode. So I'm giving you a two-parter. Um, this uh, season, uh, season st- uh, series, episode one and part one and two. Has is the most critically acclaimed television pilots of all time. Oh, hands down, this is the best rated, best agreed upon finale of all time uh, or series uh, starter of all time. Um, I'm going with 
the pilot two-part episode of Lost from 2014. Yeah. I was worried you were going there. Good. I'm glad. Even if Lost as a whole doesn't grab you, these two episodes set the stage of weird stuff going on. A pl- it opens with Jack in the, in the forest after a plane crash. He walks out onto the, onto the beach and it just mayhem around him. So you as the viewer, as well as through the eyes of Jack, our, our, our protagonist, are catching up in real time of like what is going on currently, right? Um, you're introduced to the main characters of the show, Jack, Kate, um, as well as uh, our wonderful Charlie. Um, and it starts to set the pace of like what is going on with this real-time drama in front of you as well as sprinkling in the flashbacks of how these people were, were on the plane and the type of people they were before this happened and during this event, right? Um, I think, again, Lost, if you stick with it, it's one of the best shows of all time. But I think, hands down, the the two-part pilot is one of the best pilots ever ever made, right? Um, it was filmed in Oahu, Um it was uh, directed by J.J. Abrams. So even just, you know, take out how we feel about J.J. Abrams as a whole. How how many lens flares are in these? There's two a couple. Parts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it's just 2004. So this is early J.J. Abrams. Before he figured it out. Before he, before he got there. <laughs> before he found the button. <laughs> yeah. Before he found that lens to yeah. really get there. Um, at, for a budget of 10 to 14 million dollars, God which is damn. one of the most expensive pilots ever produced, basically, uh, mainly because they did it in Oahu. Uh, they had to uh, purchase, ship, and dress a decommissioned Lockheed 1011 to represent the wreck- wreckage of the sh- of the sh- of the plane, basically. Um, and I'll get into a couple other things here and there, but uh, but uh, Man- Mando boy over there can talk a little bit too. Oh, well, I think I don't I don't think you can. I think that's their word. <laughs> I think Mandalorians. Oh, sorry, did I hit a hard M? Yeah. <laughs> you goddamn nerf herder. <laughs> hey, that's worse. Well, that's a general one. <laughs> All right. So what I think is really cool about episode one of the Mandalorian is that it, it kind of plays on old star Wars fans, um, expectations. So you get the Mandalorian, obviously the intention there is to evoke Boba Fett, Right. And what's the the two things we know about Boba Fett is he is a bounty hunter who works for the bad guys and he loves getting eaten by the black. So yeah, he loves it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had five lines of dialogue and he doesn't do anything and then he dies. He he is cool looking and that's and he works for the bad guys. That's the whole thing. So what I think is is extremely cool about this show is it doesn't show you any it doesn't give you any reason other than the mandalorian's look to believe that this guy is gonna be or isn't going to be anything like boba fett it it relies almost entirely on the audience expecting him to be you know boba fett um and act like boba fett but then you you get to the end of the episode. So he spends the episode 
doing, you know, bounty hunter detective stuff, trying to figure out where his target is. Who is this guy? What is he? What's he doing? And then he gets to the end of the episode and you discover that the target is actually baby Yoda. Kind of a surprise to everybody because you're expecting a 50 year old person. Very true. But you get baby Yoda. And then in in the in what's the opposite of a heel turn? Face turn? A toe, a, a toe placement. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> I don't. Toe placement. Uh, <laughs> well, you're not turning. You're not using your heel, you know? Yeah. Um, he he decides that he's in fact, not going to turn in this bounty, and he shoots Taika Waititi bot in the face. <laughs> IG88. Uh, IG11, actually. Ooh, got a couple of, got some nerd rollers here. Oh got my him. God. Got him roasted. This isn't a video because the fucking nerd, nerd <laughs> anger flowing through your guys' eyes is wow. Yeah, I'm pretty damp over here. <laughs> <laughs> that, of course, is a reference to the onslaught, which you will hear on Wednesday because uh, that's how time travel works. Yeah. Uh, so, so you get you get like Brian said that he he the toe twirl of toe placement. Whatever. The Mandalorian ends up being actually a good guy and not working for the bad guys. Not a heartless bounty hunter who's only out for the money um he sees that his target is essentially a baby and decides to protect him and return him to his family which launches the entire you know first two seasons of the show off into a lot of great success okay okay brendan reboodles yeah, it's a fine show. It's a pretty good opening. It's not the worst car, you know. Yeah, it's not. The <laughs> told you I'd get there. I told you I'd you fucking get there. Got there. Ooh, this man. Uh, what I think is uh, fascinating about the pilot episodes of Lost is again, barring thoughts about the entire show as a whole, the the way it uses the flashbacks throughout the episode to expand on characters' motivations, who they are, as well as to solve like little mysteries throughout the show. Like, I think that's, that's one of the best mysteries of the first two episodes. When you say flashbacks, you mean of the, um, the, the passengers of the, of the passengers. Yeah. yeah. So the main thrust of the flashbacks in the first episode, and, and they expand throughout the, the series of different things throughout their lives, but is what they were doing on the plane right before the plane split into a ah, crash. Yes. 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 Um, one of the main mysteries of the show is, is a couple of good ones is they keep hearing these, intense roaring uh, animal noises throughout the jungle and they're unsure of what's going on. People think, uh, oh, they'll be rescued soon. They know that the plane dropped a, a receiver, a transponder somewhere, so they need to go find that, as well as a young child finds handcuffs. Yeah, baby. And so the immediate, and as well as there's a wounded federal marshal on the beach that, that uh, Jack oh. is tending to. So the thought is, is someone around here is a bad guy. So there's, there's so many different fun little plates going as well as the intimate, imminent danger of, we got to get the fuck off this beach away from this plane. That's about to blow up. Yeah. Um, I think the acting in the show is phenomenal because it sets the stage of who these characters are very quickly and what their, what their motivations <laughs> are. And, uh, 
everything okay with him? I think I think he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, motivations very quickly, and and who these characters are uh, right out the gate. You have Jack, who is a caregiver. He's you find out he's a doctor. You have Kate, who's willing to help no matter what. Uh, Charlie, who seems a little bit on edge with stuff, and you find out through the little flashbacks that he's a drug, active drug Spoiler. user. I mean, it's in the first episode. Uh, you find part one uh, or two, though. You know, Saeed, who I think is a fascinating character to put on a on a show in two thousand four during the war on terror, um, uh, going on in that in that climate because Sawyer, our good old boy guy who fought, who you know finds a gun, things like that, thinks Saeed is the is the prisoner, and sure. Saeed thinks Sawyer is the prisoner. Yeah. Um, which all culminates wonderfully in in a in a couple of big revelations at the end of the pilot, in that they get the transponder working for thirty seconds, and Saeed hears the transponder and basically finds out that the tra- that the the French saying, which is basically saying "Please help, uh, it's killed us all, it's killed them all, please help, send help," has been looping thirty seconds for sixteen years, <gasps> and then you find out that Kate. Sweet, lovable Kate is the prisoner in the handcuffs. Oh, my. So, again, I, I think this pilot, spectacle-wise, is is fantastic and fun, engaging. The characters are fun and engaging. And I think that's that's part of the magic of Lost in general is the, the characters' motivations and their journey through the show. And I think Lost, um, the pilot episode one and two, are a great springboard to the rest of the show. Okay. Okay. Fargus, any last words over there in your in your cave? Hey, let's be careful with well, what's I going on. Well, I don't know. You took. We know what the inside of him looks like, and it's not promising. <laughs> yeah. Does um does Lost feature Baby Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> it features a, a gold a Labrador. <gasps> so Ooh, you dug this nah. own hole, Fargus. I mean, one of the first nah. images you see is Jack waking up on the in a in a secluded little area with the with the Labrador trying to wake him up. Oh, so good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good yeah. boy throughout well, the whole look, show. Look what you brought that on your own on yourself, man. So But uh take your little fifty not baby Yoda and get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and do you know your audience? Pick your fucking <laughs> audience, bro. I'm always gonna choose the dog <laughs> over baby Yoda. Yeah, but you should shoot Star Wars over lens flares. Yeah, well, this is early. JJ, JJ Abrams. Abrams was a part of the lens flare kerfuffle of 2016. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it, buddy. <laughs> Can't smoke anything right now. You know that. That's true. Except his inhaler nebulizer. <laughs> so no, no last arguments besides Baby Yoda. Dude, it's the Mandalorian. <laughs> Come on. It's, yeah, it's it. expanded it. Star Wars. It's going to... It's. It's going to make you want to watch the whole first season, if not both seasons back to back, and then however much Book of Boba Fett is out. (laughs) Yeah, well, also episode three could also make me want to rewatch all of uh, The Mandalorian because I believe that's the episode that a certain someone who has differing political views comes into play, uh, but is still... (laughs) Yikes. fun to watch in fight scenes so <laughs> <laughs> uh brendan you got anything yeah uh again mandalorian is fine it's it's good um but compared with the spectacle and the 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 insane vastness of what lost is i mean lost has six seasons mandalorian only has two so i mean <laughs> yeah i mean those are those are facts those are thank straight you facts. thank you 
how uh how big is the vein on brendan's head right now because he has to argue against himself right now right i mean no 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 he he, t- he took that into into account whenever he said barring my thoughts on the entire show nah so. <laughs> no that's bullshit <laughs> he's shitting a brick uh, right now <laughs> I know. I think he's just. I, I think his pick would have been different if I said the the season one episode one show that will make me want to uh, love an entire show. Yeah, that would have been totally different <laughs> argument. But okay, so probably obviously, a good place. I'm more <laughs> I'm more familiar with the Mandalorian because it's more recent in my memory, and I have a little bit of recency bias. However, I do remember. Because I was in high school when Lost came out, 2004. 2004. Um, and I remember it coming out. And I remember uh, just generally, even my parents talking, whoever talking, people wouldn't shut up about it. It was crazy. And I remember I watched a few episodes and I was like, this? This is what everybody's fucking talking about? This is this bores me. That was high this school. That's high school, Brian. This is why this is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Because I think I'm going to go with Lost based on the arguments, based on uh, two parts. Yes. Two versus one. Can't, that's true. That's can't more. Argue. That's just math. That's more. That's just math there. Uh, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Lost <laughs> for now. Uh, we'll see how it shakes out. We'll see if maybe a uh, 33 year old Brian has uh, matured to be able to right. enjoy this nonsense mystery island drama. If you pay attention, it's not nonsense. We can't get into it. We're oh, yeah, not yeah, get yeah. into it. How do you feel about the season finale? Or the series finale of the Lost. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Okay. I think the only bad part of loss is like the, we've talked about this many times is the middle stretch where they kind of were like biding time to get somewhere like season. Oh, sure. Yeah, you did talk about season this. three, season four ish. But once they kind of get on the downhill slide and even like I think the good parts up to that weird little stretch where that you could tell because each, each season is like 22 episodes long. It's network television, right? Yeah, yeah. So like they were filling in the big mystery stuff and then as well filling in like I guess we got to find out how Jack got his tattoos and you're like, no, no we, don't. we don't have to no, do that. No, but the don't. majority of lo- as a whole is great. The season, the series finale is great as well. And also Here something to watch out for. Yeah. yeah. Michael Keaton was originally going to be Jack. That's great. Instead crazy. of uh, whoever I can't remember the actor's Jack. name. Yeah. So that, that then he and was 24 so they, they, instead. Yeah. <laughs> so they kind of realized like for Sutherland. Is that who it was? You said it's 24 instead. Oh, cause Jack Bauer. Oh, he's doing a thing. That's too many. Yeah, that's too many steps away. <laughs> but no, they were going to do Michael Keaton, and it was a mixture of they were like, we can't have Michael Keaton on this show for like, ev- you know, yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. show like it's this. Too, yeah, yeah, it'd be too expensive, too like zone in on his character where it's a mixture of characters. And I actually, think now that I think about it, his hand gestures, by the way, are outrageous right now. <laughs> Michael, coming they to were going to kill Jack off because it, it was Michael Keaton. Uh, it was like a whole thing of like, let's have Michael Keaton on the show. You the think star he's, power, he, you think yeah, he's your yeah. protagonist, and then he dies. And then they were like, no, there's too many interesting characters. We got it. We can't do that. So just keep that in mind. A fascinating thing. So thank you for picking me, though. <laughs> yeah, one thing I will say, too, uh, about something this I found this fascinating. Uh, uh, Vargas and I were talking with friend of the show, Neighbor. Sure. And uh, Neighbor's a, a very big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Done a lot of the extended universe stuff, all this kind of stuff. Um, and he was watching Book of Boba Fett. This is only after the first episode. And he right. mentioned how he was worried about the direction they're taking Boba, about how they're going to make him a badass with a heart of gold versus about how he was yeah, he's, in the original. A, now, but, yeah. but what I'm going to say is, with the actions of the original trilogy, we basically know nothing about him except that he works for money. Correct. 
and with what people would say about him. You yes. know what I mean? So like, I don't think you can make assumptions. And again, I'm sure he's got mountains of novels that he's like, this is Boba <laughs> Fett, right? Right. You know, stuff like that. But on the original trilogy, there's not like you mentioned five lines of dialogue mm-hmm. or whatever. He's in it for like a total of 10 minutes and gets yeah. kicked in the back and falls into a Sarlacc. Like that's <laughs> all we know about Boba Fett. That's, that's oh, all we know about Boba Fett. It's, it's, it's the promise and the allure yes. of so, Boba Fett. That so anybody who does is not, and and this is not attacking neighbor. This is attacking the yeah, people neighbor. You woodworking buddy. <laughs> you of ours, you buddy. Oh, you, uh, I just, I think it's, I think there are a lot of, as Vargas mentioned earlier, damp men, that would uh, that would be irritated that he's now the protagonist instead of some kind of badass antagonist. What, guess what, guys? We we, we don't, don't know, know anything yet. <laughs> we don't know. We literally don't know right a thing now. yet. Yeah. Um, so, what do we do next time? I want <laughs> to continue this this trilogy of firsts. The best well. mid mid <laughs> mid series show. <laughs> best mid season no, no, no. finale. <laughs> um, I I want. Since we're not a video game podcast, we're going to do a video game episode, which is totally okay. new for us. Let's, um, yep. I don't know, it's been what, a want, couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. I want you guys to give me the best tutorial level from a video game. Yeah, I'm going to say Brian just passed out because recently I've discovered how much I hate tutorial levels in games. There's there's a couple of good ones that I that I was just thinking of that are built into the game that are there's like you don't uh, you don't know that they're yeah. So I think there's a couple of good ones. Okay, okay, that's so that's what I want, Brag Guy is like the game that doesn't make you want to just mash the A button to skip yeah, yeah. all the nonsense. <laughs> I got the you. best I got one. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Interesting. We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Uh well, hey, thanks for thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for you, Vargas, for uh for showing up this week. You know, last week you were just like, oh, I don't really want to do it. And this week you're like, okay, fine, I'll like call in. But we <laughs> sorry, I had it, to know? rent my ventilator. <laughs> I'm surprised you could find one, yeah. honestly. Uh, thank you, everyone, uh, for listening. I hope you're staying safe. Uh, I hope you're staying warm. It's supposed to warm up, so start warming up. It's supposed to be like 40 tomorrow. But uh, y- make sure you rate this podcast. Uh, you could be honest 40 with 40 yesterday. What? Coming oh, you're doing time travel shit again. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Rate this podcast. You can be uh, as honest as you want, as long as your honesty is a five-star <laughs> review. Uh, right, so whatever you listen to us on, we're on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, all the big ones, all the small ones. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Debates on Pictures. You can find us on Twitter, Debates on Tap. You can find us on email, the email at Debates on Fans at gmail.com. So that's that's what we have for you. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay, Marcus, anything else? Five. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.